You're listening to The Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 93 of the Blended Family Podcast. I took a small break last week and didn't put out a show on Labor Day. It's been a long, overwhelming summer for me, and I just needed that week to settle down a bit. I hope you all had a nice holiday, and I'm sure all of you now have the kids back in school. A couple of quick announcements before we get into the show today. First, this show is now on iHeartRadio, so you can listen there as well. And I'm really excited about that just because it gives me a little bit more exposure. You wouldn't believe how many people still don't know about podcasts. I think I heard it was only like 30% of people that do. So please share this podcast with other blended families. It really helps me to reach more people. And for those of you that follow me on social media, you may have seen my post, even though I didn't put out a show last week, I was featured on someone else's podcast. And this was the Hangout with Geeky Girl podcast, Understanding Teens and Technology. She's got a great show for those of us raising kids in today's world, stuff we really need to know. So you can check that out. I will put a link in the show notes for you, but it is episode 22 on her show. So that's it. Today, I'm bringing you an interview I have been so excited about. If you ever wanted to know more about the law of attraction and how you can use it to create the family you want, then this is the show for you. You're going to love my guest, Cassie Parks. Stay tuned at the very end of the show, and I will announce two winners of this month's giveaway. And don't forget, join my list so that you are automatically entered into win whenever I do these giveaways. The easiest way to do that is just to go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe. Enjoy the show, everyone. Today, I'm here with Cassie Parks, who is a best-selling author, champagne lover, and lifestyle design strategist. Her passion is helping her clients create a life they love quickly and easily. And I will add, she is an expert on the law of attraction. Cassie, thank you for coming on the show today. I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Good. So I know that speaking about the law of attraction or LOA for short is a little outside the realm of what I usually talk about, but I do practice the law of attraction in my own life and I have seen amazing results. So I think my listeners can benefit from the information, especially when they can learn from an expert like yourself. Cassie, I'm going to ask you about your personal story in a minute, but can you first just give us a quick lesson in what the law of attraction is for those of my listeners who haven't heard of it? Yeah, definitely. So I always go back to, uh, I believe it was eighth grade science class is where I actually learned the law of attraction, right? It's a law of physics, like attracts like. You get, you know, what you're being like is attracted to like. And so I, um, that's what it is. So it's, um, there's a lot of different talk about, you know, being on the same vibration and frequency, um, which just means, you know, I love, there's a movie that has the example of, you know, a, a tuning fork that's the same 
note, if you strike it and you leave one, you don't strike it. The other one will start vibrating because like attracts like they're creating that same energy, um, together. And so I think that's one of the, those are kind of the basics of the law of attraction. And really what that means in terms of your own life is that you're going to attract what you're vibrating. If you think about that tuning fork, right, whatever you're pulsing at is what's going to show up in your life. And I just saw this great quote from Dr. Lipton, which says that, you know, it was, I can't remember it exactly, but it's that our eyes, they allow us to see what we believe, not what's actually in front of us. So everything is shaped really by what you believe and you're drawing in based on what's going on in your head and how you're vibrating. And that's really what's filtering what you're able to see and what you're able to have come into your life. Okay. So that's a really good description. So I wanted to lay that foundation first. Now, I would love for you to tell us your story. What got you involved in the law of attraction? And I know you said when you were younger in science, but you know, when did you start to really apply it and how has it worked for you in your life? Yeah. So I actually, the first time I ever visualized um, money and it came into my life was also in eighth grade. Um, I was an athlete. So I think I have a little more exposure um, or was primed to, you know, learn about how what we create in our minds gets created in our world, um, visualization and stuff like that. So when I was in eighth grade, I visualized winning, um, $20. There was this contest. If you sold so many things, you know, for a fundraiser the night before there was a contest for five $20 bills. And I went home and I said, I'm going to win one. And I just closed my eyes and I visualized like my name being called and going up and getting the money. And so that was really the first time I used it. Um, and then as life goes on, I would use different parts. Um, I've really started to use it in the last um, 10 years of my life, really in terms of my money mindset and attracting money into my life. Um, and I leverage the power of the law of attraction with being able to retire at 32, creating a real estate income that allowed me to walk away from my job and be able to pay my bills on a passive income. Mm. Um, and then I just continue to use the law of attraction to build my business and to grow into more of who I am and that version of myself that's attracting exactly what I want. Wow, that's an amazing story. And a little later, I want to talk about all of the types of things you offer and the many ways people can use LOA in their life. But right now, I really want to focus on blended families since that's what my listeners are needing help with. And to give you just a few quick examples of what some of us are struggling with so you have a better idea, uh, vindictive ex-spouses who cause lots of misery, stepchildren who don't accept us in their life, siblings and step-siblings not getting along, financial issues due to child support and extra children to support, difficulties getting the blended family to integrate smoothly, and countless other problems that I hear from my listeners every week. I've made lots of mention in previous shows, things like envisioning the family you want and believing you can have a peaceful home, and that's part of it. But Cassie, I really want you to help us dive in deeper. Explain to us exactly how to use LOA to benefit our families. Maybe you can give us a guideline or some steps to follow. Tell us what we need to do to be successful with this. So I think the very first thing that um, you need to do in terms of using the law of attraction to sort of leverage this power to create the life and the family that you want is to really get clear about what it is that you want. You know, we talked about, um, you know, vindictive ex-spouses, um, stepchildren not accepting you, siblings and step-siblings not getting along, all of those things, um, 
are t- definitely what is going on. I can relate. I can see how that happens in your listener's world. And step one is to really get clear about what do you want instead of all that? So what is it that you want in terms of your ex-spouse? Like, how do you want that relationship to look? And I think the first, you know, gut reaction that most people have, especially if they're new to the law of attraction and learning about it is like, they want to say, but I can't get him to act like that. Um, and that's normal. That's what happens. And really you can't open the space to what you want until you fully identify what you want. And we often think we have to figure out how to get it, but the, you know, we'll try and get this path to what we want first. But really in my experience and experience with me and my clients is that if you get super clear on what it is that you want first, then the path appears to that. And this is also super important because we get more of what we focus on. You know, um, one of the sort of famous law of attraction basic um, experiments is just to pick something like a butterfly. Um, just say like, I'm just want to see butterflies, right? And just see how many start showing up or picking something random like a baby elephant and just see how that comes into your life now that you've heightened the focus on that. And the reason focus is important is because again, that that's the filters that our brain um, helps us see. We see what we're focused on. We see what we want. And so when you're focused on having a vindictive X, right? And when you just say vindictive, this gives us an image of all of these things. But when you can sit down and you can say like, what do I really want when it comes to my ex? What is it? Who do I want to be? What do I want our relationship to look like? How do I want to speak to each other? You know, and this is the time to go as big as possible to really go, you know, what's the ultimate don't go, I settle for, but really open your mind up and ask exactly what do I want? And that's same, that's true also for, you know, having your stepchildren accept you really, what is it that you want? And what does that look like? Um, and most people will continue to focus on the problem. They'll can focus on that, you know, um, our, the siblings aren't getting along or they'll focus on, you know, the financial issues instead of getting really clear about what they want. So that's step number one. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Okay. Um, And then it's really to play with um, that. You know, ask yourself, what would be different, you know, if my ex and I got along? And oftentimes there are things you can do now um, that are the same things that would happen then. So maybe the answer is I would be less stressed. I would be more calm. Right. If I wasn't didn't wasn't in this thing with my vindictive ex, well, you can find ways to be more calm now, um, and that's going to open this space for that more peaceful relationship with your ex to happen. Versus waiting and putting so much weight um, on solving the problem with him or her or what's going on, it's really going to open that space and allow that relationship to become more calm because you're being more calm and you get more of what you're putting out there in your life. Okay. So that was step one still? So no, step one is get clear. Step okay. two is really identify what's going to happen when you have that. Okay. So if you have a peaceful relationship, what like what is going to be different in your life? And then step three is really to activate that new that feeling, right? So I'm going to use calm as the example. Like how can you activate peace and calm in your life right now? And I actually, the, the assignment that I always give my clients is 
make a list of 10 things that you can do on a weekly basis. Some of them will be daily to activate peace and calm and start engaging in those activities. And it sounds strange because that has nothing to do with your relationship with your ex. But again, you're creating that space for that to become more peaceful and more calm because you are more peaceful and more calm and you're consciously engaging in the activities that make you feel peace and calm. Okay, good. That that makes sense. And I think that can be applied to every situation that we come across, every example that I gave plus whatever else. Um, and I would even suggest, and I know you've suggested this before because I listened to your podcast, um, writing everything down, you know, writing that script, as you call it, and the story of what you're going to feel like. And because if you just have it in your head, it's not the same as putting it down on paper. Would you agree? Definitely. And I love, we can talk as much about scripting as you want, because that's like my go-to law of attraction tool. Okay. Well then, then let's just do that real quick exercise on scripting. So the listeners know what we mean. So let's just, for example, take the case of, of an ex, just because I know that that's mostly what I hear complaining about. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a huge struggle. So let's pretend that, um, you know, there's an ex partner and it is just, the partner is just being difficult every turn, um, you know, talking about the other parent to the kids, doing every possible thing to make life difficult. So tell me, how would we start that script? So I like to put this out five years um, so that it's way far out. Think about in five years from now, how do you want that to look? Um, Because it keeps you from controlling the how or thinking like this is never going to happen. It gives enough space for your brain to go, okay, we can play. Um, I always script past has, um, past tense first person. So it's all about you and how you feel in your situation. Um, so just off. And so I like to go through, here's this, the short, um, it's a detail. It's a sense, which is sight, um, hearing what you felt, um, touch wise, taste, um, or smelled and then a feeling happy, excited. Um, and then what you're grateful for. And so in the case of an ex, as I would just start with something like, um, my ex dropped the kids off today. Um, he looked happy. I felt happy. I'm so grateful we get along so well. Okay. So that's, that's very simple, actually. Yeah. Good. And it really starts to open those um, neural pathways in your brain to see that that's possible, Right. Yeah. Now, is that something you should be doing a little bit every day or do you just do it once and and look at it or do you just do it and not look at it? What would you say? I don't usually ever go back and read them um, because the exercise is mostly about getting your brain in that space. And the reason you do it in the past tense is you're actually, um, your brain doesn't argue when, you know, if you said, I saw my ex today, I was so happy, right? You're going, no, I didn't. That wasn't true today. Right. But when you write it in the past tense, your brain doesn't really argue with that. Um, and so I just never go back and read it because it's mostly about getting in the space of that experience. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I usually suggest 15 minutes a day if it's something you're really wanting to um, jump into and um, see some change and some traction in your life on. Okay, great. Well, I can tell you that one of the biggest problems the listeners will face, and I do too, is getting out of their own way. We get so caught up in the negative thinking patterns that we feel like things will never get better or we're afraid to believe it because we don't want to be let down. So can you speak about that a little? Tell us how we can overcome that. 
Yeah. So I think scripting is actually what we just talked about. That's the best way I've found to really um, take the, I don't know, the around the block route Mm -hmm. to coming into belief. You know, we're not going straight at it. You're not just telling yourself, I have to believe this can get better. I have to believe this can get better. But when you're actually scripting it out, like the example that I gave, what's happening in your mind is your mind is starting to see, oh, it's a possibility we could get along. Like it's a possibility. And the more you do it and the more you groove those those pathways and the more you support that by doing things like, you know, the things that activate your peace and calm, um, the more that belief just starts to seep in. And so it's more of a, it just sort of happens than sort of trying to, because I know a lot of people, what they do is they try and like force themselves to believe that this can be better. And it's really becomes a battle and it's like it, the forced energy doesn't feel good either. Mm. <laughs> um, and so it doesn't create a lot of, of fertile ground as I would call it for creating that change that you want. So I love scripting is my number one tool when it comes to using the law of attraction um, to increase belief because it just does it without you having to think about it. Okay. That makes sense. And what other mistakes do you see people make using LOA and what can we do to avoid them? Mm, So one of the biggest one is actually not getting clear on what you want, like thinking that you're really clear on what you want, but you're actually really clear on what you don't want. So my go-to example of this, um, and then I'll, um, come up with it. I'll do an example that's, you know, more for your listeners. But when I work with people about money, you know, they'll always say, it's like, what do you want money for? And it's like, I want to be debt free. Like that focus is really still on the debt. They're not actually focused on what they want. What they want is what's behind the debt. So it's, um, you know, do they want that money for, for to take an extra vacation, you know, when they don't have to make a debt payment? Is that what that's for? Or is it simply because they'll feel more free and relaxed? Um, and so think about that in terms, I'll go back to the ex. Like so often people it's, you know, it's like, what do you, like, what do you want in your ex? Oh, I want him not to do this. Right. I want him not to talk to me like this. Right. And so they're focused on, but that's still focused on what you don't want. That's still putting that focus and that spotlight on the things that you don't want more of in your life. So the biggest mistake I see is that people do that. They think they're asking for what they want and they still have that, what they don't want in there. Okay. And yeah. So we really need to pay attention to our thoughts, I think, a little bit better because that's a big part of it. Because I don't even think half of us realize the thoughts that we have are are not good for us. So maybe we can just get clear on what we're thinking and recognize when we're thinking something that's not helpful to us and stopping that and turning that around. Yeah. And one of the questions I like to ask is, do I want more of this? Okay. Okay, good. Now I'm curious about something else. Uh, The law of attraction is something we work on ourselves and it can be a very personal thing. What happens when we're trying to manifest something like a peaceful home, for example, and it seems like everyone else is working against us? I always tell my listeners that we can't control other people. So how can we work around something like that? So you definitely can't control them. And I think um, that's one of the ways that, you know, that is one of the mistakes people make using the law of attraction, too, is they decide they want something and they start to get other people to try and comply. Um, and so the workaround really is getting clear on that picture that you want and who you are in that space, right? Um, uh, because it is about us. And so when you think and you imagine, or you script out this very peaceful home, 
um, you're writing from your experience. And what happens is that um, the others will rise up. As we start to step into that, others start to come into that as well. Um, because we're like, we're raising the bar, right? We're changing right. it, um, you know, from being down here to sort of this conflict, it's, we're raising it to sort of this peaceful vibration and people will rise up as long as you allow them to, and you're not trying to force them or you're not feeling bad that you feel like they're working against you, you know, just take responsibility for who you are and how you're feeling and do those things. You know, if you want a peaceful home, make that list of 10 things and engage in that as often as possible so that you're being a peaceful person who can attract a peaceful home. Okay. So this was all extremely helpful. And I really think you offered a clear path to using the law of attraction to create the blended family you always wanted. So thank you for that. I want to talk more about you and what else you have to offer. Some of my listeners might be intrigued by all this that we're talking about, and maybe they want to go further with it, which I definitely recommend. It's fun to play with and create using LOA. And Cassie, you do so much. You have podcasts, books, and programs. And I recently signed up for your Manifest 10K program. Can you tell the listeners about that and everything else you have to offer? Of course. So Manifest 10K is uh, like my signature program, and it's all about um, using the law of attraction to manifest $10,000 in 90 days. And you know, so if anyone can use $10,000 in their life in the next 90 days, you might want to go to manifest10k.com and register for that. And the thing about this course, um, especially for your listeners, is that it's going to teach you how to use the process so you can use it for anything. If you're going along and you're using it for money, you're going to be like, oh, I can use this technique uh, for my blended family and to create a more peaceful home and loving home that I want. Um, and so that's a lot of the feedback I've got. And that really is what the course does. It puts it in terms of money, but you can use it for whatever you want. Um, so that's yeah, manifest10k.com. And then I also work with entrepreneurs who want to double their business without doubling the hours that they're working. Okay. Yeah. And so you can find out more about that at liveyourchampagnelife.com. Okay. So you do all kinds of private coaching, right? I do. Yeah. Okay, great. And can you talk a little bit about the podcasts? Definitely. Uh, so if you are interested in learning more about the law of attraction, manifest it now is on actually on the law of attraction radio network. And, uh, I do it with my friend Jenny and we just go back and forth about all topics, law of attraction, and really both of our perspectives on it. And, uh, we giggle through the whole show. If you like to, um, hear people having fun in their life, that's a great thing to check out. And then my happy ever after podcast really is about business and leveraging the law of attraction to create the business that you want. Um, because, you know, everybody goes into business because they want it to be their happy ever after. And often as entrepreneurs, you get in there and you realize it's not. And so the happy ever after show really guides you on how you can use the law of attraction to create the business that you dreamed of. Well, I listened to both of those and there's lots of valuable information in there. And I also, I, what I liked about the Manifest 10K program, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't, um, I need to start over because I got really overwhelmed this summer with everything in my life. So I have not completed it. I'm going to start fresh. But what I liked about it, because I looked through all of it, is you get an email every single day that just 
gives you your exercise for the day. It does not take long. I, I actually had no excuses to not have gotten that done, but um, it's it's very simple. The way that you lay everything out to do, anybody can do it. You could do it in the morning. You could do it at night before you go to bed. You can do it with your partner. But um, I really love the way that you laid that out. You did a great job with that. Thank you. So I'll be adding all of that information in the show notes for those of you that want to check them out. And I'm also going to be giving away two of Cassie's eBooks, the Manifest 10K program eBook at the very end of the show after the outro. So stay tuned for that. And uh, everyone who's on my list has been automatically entered to win. And Cassie, before we go, can you offer any last words of advice or encouragement for my listeners? Definitely. Just get clear on what it is that you want and um, start stepping into that a little bit every day, whether it's just going for a walk to, you know, for five minutes to feel more calm or it's taking five minutes to drink some tea or coffee, you know, by yourself, just um, really get clear about what you want and just take little steps every day to start creating that life. Well, that's great advice. And can you please tell us the best way for people to reach out to you? Definitely. Um, You can reach me at liveyourchampagnelife.com. Perfect. All right, listeners, I hope that today's show inspired you. Creating the blended family you want is not only possible, but closer than you might think. Follow Cassie's steps to make it happen and reach out to her if you need more help. And feedback, as always, can be sent to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Cassie, you are so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show to talk Law of Attraction with me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love. I'm back to announce the two winners of this month's giveaway. I really love Cassie's work, and I think you will too. The two winners are Amber Hudson, and Jamie Kessinger. I will be emailing you as well to notify you. Congratulations on winning. And I hope that it changes your life. Remember, all you need to do to be entered into these giveaways is to join my newsletter at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe. Have a great week, everyone.